This is a Showbile podcast. Welcome to episode 17 of Bucks on Knox. We appreciate you being here. I'm Ty Demera, and we're back after being on a bit of an extended vacation there for a couple weeks. And lots has happened while we were away, so we got plenty to talk about on the show today, like how one of MLB's biggest upcoming stars was caught using performance-enhancing drugs. Also, uh, the NFL season's coming up very soon, and we've got something exciting to announce for that. And of course, we've got some UFC gambling picks for you, too. And Canada won gold at the World Junior Hockey Championship in one of the craziest final games the tournament's ever seen. So we'll talk about that a bit. And uh, also the Calgary Flames signed Kadri, so we'll, we'll get into that a bit, too. But uh, before we dive into it all, I just got to say it's good to be back. And thanks for being patient with us when it came to uh, getting this episode out there because boys just uh, haven't been able to catch a break lately after that vacation week there where uh, we were out of town and all that. The boys had a bit of a battle with the COVID bug. So yeah, it's been a while, but we're back now. And uh, why don't we check in with the lads here uh, after this past couple of weeks? How you guys uh, feeling? Are we back to 100% or how you guys been? Well, I'll let DK go first because you asked if he's back to 100%. I was, I've been healthy this whole time, I guess, fucking, uh, you just got to stay on the horse tranquilizers or whatever the fuck is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Stewie's, that Stewie's on that rocket, yeah, he's on that rocket fuel, the Brock Lesnar I'm on the Russian gas. Exactly. <laughs> he's on that rocket fuel, he's ready to go, his immune system's strong. Mine, on the other hand, mine's on the, on the men. It's like, I, uh. I wasn't a big guy that was like, uh, I, I thought COVID was real. I always, I was never like one of those guys who was like, oh, COVID's not real. But I had dodged it for however many years now, two and a half years. And I had talked some shit on it. That motherfucker came for me, boys. Like That yeah. motherfucker was coming for blood. I was struggling for a few days there. I couldn't do anything. I just laid on the couch just telling these guys off camera here that 16 to 20 hours. I was just, or 16 of 20 hours. I was just sleeping. Like I could not get up out of bed. I'd go to take a piss and pass out on the way back to the couch. It was a tough ride, but I feel like you can hear it in the voice. I'm starting to get better. I'm back on the mend. I'm going on a week of holidays, right? Starting right now, actually starting tomorrow. So I am fired up and I am ready to go. I got my brother's wedding this weekend. So congratulations to them. I'm the best man in that wedding. I'll be there having a good time, doing my best Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street on the dance floor, <laughs> and we'll be having nice. a good time. That's awesome. Right yeah, great to hear you're feeling better, man. I had a bit of a bug myself there. I don't know if it was COVID. I did like four or five tests. They all came back negative, but uh, I was definitely feeling pretty stuffed up for uh, all week. You didn't, get the the fucking, you didn't get the stick deep enough? Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I fucking tried to poke that thing in there, and it's fucking making me sneeze like a motherfucker. So yeah, you got to tickle like, your brains. Holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, I washed that down with a little bit of beer, and we're feeling better now. So uh, why don't we check in with Stu now? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Yo, I feel like it's a, uh, it's almost better to get these like new diseases like early. So you yeah, build up just, maybe like a tolerance a new disease, or something. Just go because, out and grab that shit. Right away. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like if I can, because like, what do they say about chicken pox? Like it's more dangerous to get it as a, as an adult, whereas like a kid, it's almost like harmless. I feel like it's the same with COVID. You get it early, you don't want to fucking chasing you around like fucking Bin Laden, yeah. like it was. Over build here that immunity UK. up, eh? <laughs> yeah, fucking That's hey. classic. Fucking it. hunting them down. But uh, yeah, I'm doing Great. good, boys. Great I fucking family. yeah, at a. Big weekend of fucking drinking, which doesn't happen as often anymore now that we're all done school. But a big weekend this weekend. I'm pretty sure on like Saturday night, or I guess it was like Sunday morning, was I was playing fucking NHL at like 
3.40 a.m. with Ty there or some shit. <laughs> I don't yeah, even know what to say. Too. He asked me something the next morning. He's like, yo, what did you say about the thing? Like, I, I told you to tell me when I was sober. I was like, buddy, fuck. I, I, was, I was probably twice as, <laughs> twice as far gone as you were. <laughs> I apologize if I said any weird shit, man, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was too. Fuck, I don't remember either, buddy. I started drinking at one (laughs) o'clock that day because bare knuckle boxing was in the UK and I was watching that. So I started drinking beers at like 2 p.m. and I drank till UFC ended that night at like 1 a.m. And then we hopped on Xbox and I didn't go to bed till fucking six in the morning or something. So I was probably (laughs) just as full as you or more folded, buddy. (laughs) We we probably got washed on the scoreboard then, eh? Did you check our record we, after that one? We, no, I didn't even want to see it, but I think we won a few. But uh, yeah, we probably weren't, uh, you know, playing top tier challenge. Those hours of the morning. Yeah, facts. Yo, Ty, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do your first segue for you. All right, because okay. this is a. This is something uh, I wanted to mention Sign while up. I was while I was at the bar on Saturday night. I saw the highlights, TSN Sports Center. Of fucking our boys in fucking red. You see, I've got the jersey. You can't see it up for the audio listeners, but uh, I might clip this. I got the fucking red on, celebrating the boys' win. Uh, Team Canada jersey, Team Canada hat. This is my dad's hat. I bought him two Christmases ago. Never worn it. Sticker still on it. So I was like, "Fuck you! I'm taking it, putting it on for the pod." So here we are. But yeah, I saw that. I saw those highlights on the TV at the bar. Our boys left in the trophy. And then I thought to myself, no way, that's from today. Bro, I didn't even know that it was happening that day. Like, did, was it not, like, they did, like, a, I don't know if they, it was just, like, a bad marketing job or they, like, or if it's just simply because it was in August. But I knew the tournament was going, but I didn't hear anything about, like, I lost track of it completely after, like, the, the, the prelims or, or, or the, the group stage. Like, I was, like, yeah. I didn't even know it was, was gold medal day that day. And then I fucking see, and, and, and what sucks about it the most is that I'm like, what? No way that was today. I'm like, oh shit, it was today. And it was in overtime. I keep watching the highlights and yeah. that was the fucking craziest shit. Like that shit that if you saw it in the movie, you'd be like, all right, that's a little bit unrealistic, don't you think? Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That's... That fucking crazy. That McTavish you know save on the, the McTavish on the save yeah. in overtime in a gold medal game. And then it goes back the other way with a fucking sexy fucking goal. Like there's no that way. That might be like, the you know greatest moment in Canadian hockey history. Like, obviously, yeah. there's arguing that because you got the Summit Series and you got the Crosby Golden Goal, but it's up there. That's one of those fucking for World plays. Junior and, moments for sure. It's up yeah, there, and I'm yeah. and, oh, yeah. and and I think Hockey Canada and, in general, honestly, and no one was fucking watching. The attendance. That's was what I mean. Poor, <laughs> that's terrible. Like, and no, and no one's tuning in. Like, no one even knew it happened. I was kind yeah, of obviously. Ridley Gregg was in the tourney, right? And I'm a big Sands fan. I wanted to see how he was doing, but he got injured. So bust. that game came on. And I was, uh, you say bust, Ridley Gregg? You're on one, buddy. Yeah, You're kidding, on one. fucking, the game was insane. Like it was fucking one of the best games I've ever seen. I was watching from that to UFC. So I was switching back and forth. I wasn't completely dialed in as I should have been because I didn't know what was, you know, that was what was in store. But uh, yeah. it was kind of disappointing to see an empty arena with all that fucking crazy shit. Yeah, going on. and that too. Like at the gate, what they did like thirteen thousand on the gold medal game. Like usually for any single yeah. game in that tournament, like that's a fucking alley oop for the fucking hockey Canada. You know what I'm well, saying? Oh yeah. I my thing especially is, in Canada. Well, my thing yeah. with that is though is like I and I get it. Us Canadians were crazy for hockey at the right time. Like we get mm-hmm. what we get three months of nice weather in fucking Canada. So I don't blame people for not wanting to go to the arena when they're in Edmonton where like it, and on top of it, I don't, I, I understand they had to like reschedule cause COVID canceled the tournament, blah, 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 blah. 
but it has to be at Christmas time to get any type yeah. of notoriety, to get any type. Like, it's the yeah. only thing going on at that time. NHL is on a little bit of a break. And, like, it's it's the only thing. How many times, like, I know for us, it used to always be, what is it, the New Year's Eve game, which was Canada versus the States, always. I'd always be out in Orno well. at, 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 my, uh, at my aunt and uncle's house, and they'd always be playing the States or uh, Russia or Sweet. Yeah. Like, a, it'd be Big a massive game, game on yeah. New Year's Eve. And that was what we did yeah. when we were kids. And it's just like, I, I could not get into a hockey tournament on August 20, 20th. Like, I just couldn't. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't do it. It was it was weird. And I don't, like I said, I don't blame Canadians for not showing up. We get three months of nice weather, and you want them to sit inside of an arena. Like, I, could, I wouldn't go. If I was in Edmonton, I wouldn't. Unless I got free tickets, there would be no chance I'd be paying to go sit in an arena in the middle of August. Yeah. yeah. I think there's I a lot know. of people out there, too, kind of protesting all the controversy that's been going on with Hockey Canada and all the cover-ups also they had. True. It's coming up. Yep. Like, there's people probably that would have been there that are like, "Fuck that! I'm not going this year because of all this shit that's coming out." Right? So I, I think uh, it was it was disappointing seeing that that happen. The turnout, for sure, fucking all that news. But it was absolutely electric to see. Yeah. Like, w- go back and watch that game. It's fucking like even rewatching it. It's as exciting as fuck. Like, if part of that was because Canada's defense was playing so horribly. <laughs> like the overtime, there were so many chances there. Yeah, dude. To Finland. It was like. Jesus Christ, that's boys, a, and that's part of the narrative, that, dude. Oh yeah, exactly. That's part yeah, of the just, narrative. Like that would have been like yeah. in crazy, like a crazy fuck. That's literally unbelievable. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. fucking McTavish. What? Does it, like I, I saw like the play. You like pinched like super fucking terribly and like caused yeah. a two on one. And now it's in our end. Uh, and we stay alive for like a few seconds, and then he fucking blows a tire behind the net, and then like five yeah. seconds later, he just has to make the fucking save of a lifetime. And then if you go yeah, down there was, like you a can't minute get later, closer to scoring a goal, like buddy yeah. from Finland is celebrating. Like it looks like it's in the net. Yes, like, dude, man. Like, you can get just, a hair that's closer. Just so fucked. Like imagine that happened in like 2011 or something. You know what I mean? Jordan like, Everlay like, fucking shit, just, dude. Like it's crazier yeah, than yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> well, imagine when we were kids, like in the fucking like right in the prime. Oh, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Be crying but now we're out joy. here fucking. COVID's just fucked everything up, and now we're playing hockey in fucking August. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, it's not the same yeah. anymore. Hopefully, this Christmas we get back into it. We got full fucking barns. Where is it? Where is it? This this uh, like a uh, in the new year? This or a Christmas this time? coming year? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It was in Edmonton this past year, though, right? They did it in Edmonton. I know, which would have been like a perfect recipe if it had just been at Christmas, which I know it was last year, but yeah. like with a full barn and not fucking all this fucking COVID shit going on. But yeah. uh. I don't know where it is, but like Europe, it's never the same, but like still like a good watch. But uh, just because like the games are always like super early in the morning or some shit. It's at least like, we like, won it, gold at home, right? Like fucking, I love to see that. It's, yeah. Regardless of attendance and that, that's that's in the history books and kids will go back to yeah. love hockey and watch that and be inspired by that shit. And there's probably kids that love hockey. They're dialed in watching this game that, uh, you know, just like when we were kids watching Everlay score those amazing goals, like the people that really cared about it were watching. And they fucking. But got like, a show. dude, like honestly, like I really cared a bit. Like, uh, well, it's not like fucking top of my priority. Like, I'm not gonna fucking go kill my fucking <laughs> kill my neighbor to fucking go see the tournament. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's like That's I'm still a takes. fan, and I <laughs> and I wish I would have fucking. I wish I would have seen it. But it was just like this was like so badly. Like nobody was into it. Nobody was talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I had a seat at the fucking bar, hammered and like fucking yelling, like, "What the fuck?" what the hell did I just miss? You know what I mean? Like that, like insane game. And like, it, I feel bad for the, for the, for the team almost just because like, if they had done this 
Like if COVID, you know what I mean? Like if the COVID shit wasn't going on like last winter or whatever, yeah. um, and they had done the, the same thing, like the same fucking story had played out uh, at New Year or in the new year, um, it would have been fucking an all-time moment. It still will be, but like just... Everything happens every- for a reason though, man. Maybe you yeah. fucking wouldn't have played out that way if they played in the winter. Maybe well, fucking someone would have fucked up and shit. It's almost shocking life. that they still won. They were missing their two best... They were missing their best defenseman and their best forward. Like Shane Wright was on really the team. Greg? Well, no, Shane Wright yeah, was well, supposed to be on the team uh, in, in fucking uh, in December oh, there. See, and so was Owen Power. And they both didn't show up, right, for this this tournament. They're yeah. missing their best defenseman, best forward. I mean, I guess you could say Connor Bedard is the best forward regardless, and he I was still McTavish there. But... is better than Wright, to be honest, but, at this point. Well, okay, so you're missing your so you're missing one of your top-line guys and then your best defenseman, who they were saying Owen Power uh, at Christmas time was the best player in the tournament. They were saying Owen Power yeah. like ran that tournament. He yeah, was the best, yeah, and blah, blah, blah. Point, yeah, and they didn't have him. Like they didn't even have those guys, and they still pulled off gold. I feel like if this was in December and you have those guys, you would have just rolled to a gold medal, and it would have been everyone would have been paying attention. But middle of the summer, it's like not never again should World Juniors play in fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. August. <laughs> like, it's yeah. literally such like a staple of the new year, Christmas yeah. time, that like it just doesn't work anywhere else at this point. Like it's solidified <laughs> itself as like a tradition yeah. that you can't just fucking force it into the summer. It's like the same shit, like. Uh, like nobody really watches like the fuck unless like except for like scouts and dudes that are really into hockey. Nobody watches like the U seventeen tournament in the summer. No. And shit. you know what no. I mean. Yeah, but like so it just became thrown in with that shit. Like yeah, I don't know. It was like uh, yeah, it sucks for them, but like that still like congrats to the fucking boys. But I don't know if like. I think other teams made sacrifices too. Like other teams lost guys too. Like I I'm think sure so. The I think a lot of guys. Come back. Yep. And Russia wasn't in the tournament. Russia was looking crazy. When they were like Mitchkov and shit was in the fucking in the first try, the first attempt at the tournament was going nuts. Like that would have been good to see that, but uh, obviously the way the world is right now, it's just what happens. But fucking, I'll still take the gold medal, even though I didn't watch it. But I bet, yeah. guess, I guess, just to sum up my point on the World Juniors, it's just like all the other great World Junior moments that you can think of are is like where were you at that time moment? You know what I mean? Where like this would have been that and maybe the greatest of them all. It's just like, I don't know where I was. I wasn't even fucking, I was probably <laughs> fucking was folded at the bar. <laughs> yeah. I was getting my first fucking drink into me. You know what I'm saying? Pre-gaming, not even fucking didn't even have it on my mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> didn't even know it was happening. So yeah, that's what just kind of sucks, man. I don't know. I feel like other people had like similar experiences. Like, did I'm, you watch it, DK? No, dude. But So my dad, <laughs> We were watching the UFC prelims, and then my dad texted me and was like, hey, I'm going to flip over the World Junior game, and then texted me again and said it's going into overtime. Strictly out of spite, because like you said, I'm a guy, I don't like change. I don't want this tournament to be played in August. I'm not watching. (laughs) You're not getting my viewership number until it goes back to New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve and shit when it kicks off. So I didn't even go over. I had the chance. I was sitting on my couch. I had the chance. To flip it over and I refused. I streamed UFC instead. Because I'm just I'm a spiteful little fuck. It's like I don't like change. You guys aren't getting my viewership numbers. Put it back in December. I'll be all over it. I'll be I'll be gambling on it. I'll be making videos yeah. on it, like reactions and shit. But no, I couldn't I couldn't yeah. get into it, man. I couldn't get in to watching hockey in August. It's no different than when like the Spangler Cup used to be a thing after the fucking season went out. 
I w- you couldn't catch me watching the Spangler Cup in June. I actually did watch the Spangler Cup. No, the Spangler I, Cup was on during New Year's. It's always on at the same time, really. I always thought Year's, it was after the, the season. Time. That's my fault. That's my fault. I've, I've, I've never watched the Spangler Cup. That's what this World Juniors was to me, was the Spangler Cup. <laughs> I don't buy the Spangler Cup. I don't know what it is. But that, as a kid, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I didn't watch it like last year or anything. But like fucking, or I don't even know if it's happened the last couple of years. But it is a decent tournament. Like it's all like ex pros and shit like that, and yep. some European teams. Like I don't know. I like it. And it's the at big least, guys uh, and shit. DK, if you were watching UFC instead of that game, at least UFC was electric as well. And we're gonna talk about those fights in just a minute here. But uh, last thing on hockey, I want to mention is uh, since our last episode, we saw Kadri get signed long term to the Flames. Yeah. Uh, what are your that? guys' thoughts on that? signing there pretty huge yeah that's, i mean oh oh yeah i'll let you go dk first but yeah no that's massive i i said it i think i posed this question like i didn't call it i think it was a lot of people's inkling that uh he was going to be like the flames are going to be right in on him as soon as they lost kachuk as well kind of called Goudreau. it you kind of called it man i yeah. did I kind of saying like imagine calgary with Kadri, he'd be like getting that grittiness that they're messing with kachuk i remember you saying that I was gonna say, I, I, my, my question that I posed to you guys was, if you had to pick door one, which was Johnny Goudreau and Matthew Kachuk, and door two, which was Kadri and Huberto, who would you take? And it, it turned out that was the two options. <laughs> you either had yeah. Goudreau and Kachuk, or you had Huberto and Kadri. And with Huberto signing the extension in Calgary as well, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great signing. Everyone was saying that Kadri was gonna go to the Islanders. Uh, I thought that yeah. wasn't a fit. I didn't think that made sense. I think people think the Islanders are a lot better than they are. I think they're just kind of a mediocre team that may get in the playoffs kind of thing. Um, I don't like the roster very much. So Calgary makes a ton of sense because now they just kind of yeah. retooled. They got a defenseman. They're ready to get right back into it with Markstrom. Like, I I don't know. I really like that pickup from Calgary. Mind you, it's it's an overpay for Nazem Kadri. Like, it, realistically, you think about it. I love Nazem Kadri, one of my favorite players in the NHL. But I wouldn't get. I, I wouldn't pay him that much. Like he's not worth that much for that long. He's just not. Yeah, he's already thirty, I, right? But I see that trade too, and I see two guys going in there that are Canadian and two Americans leaving. And I think the two Canadians going in there are going to be like a lot more fired up to play in a Canadian market. Yep. Something that maybe Matthew. Well, maybe Matthew Kachuk understood, but something that I think Matthew Kachuk and Goudreau probably didn't understand on the level that true Canadians are going to feel in the Canadian market, right? Like they're going to yep. go out there and fire in on all cylinders. And they both sign long-term. Like they are happy to be there if they're signing that kind of contract. So, yep. uh, and honestly, I think the flames are a better team now than they were last year. And last year people were predicting them to win the Stanley cup. So they're going to be Good a scary enough. team out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just about to ask, do you think they got better? I think they do. I do. Uh, caught, like they definitely upgraded at center, which was like kind of uh, a spot where they were lacking like a little bit last year. Like they had Lindholm on the first line, but beyond that, it was like Monahan who underperforms Backlund. Um, they got Monahan. They traded Monahan that whole contract to fucking Montreal, Montreal which, yeah. which was a great, which was a great move. Um, whatever they had to do to get rid of him, but um, which sucks because Monahan at one point was a great player. So he was. He was up there with Goudreau. Him and Goudreau yeah, signed ma- matching deals at one point. Yeah, maybe he'll find his fucking way in uh in, in Montreal. But um yeah, I think they got like they kind of improved in areas. Like I think the Huberto was like a great replacement. I think he's better than Goudreau is. That's just my yep. personal opinion. Obviously he's like uh 
obviously like the combo, like their their impact pieces are now like a little bit older, losing like Kachuk and stuff. But um, I do, yeah, I do think they got better. Huberto is a better Gaudreau than me. Um, you lose Kachuk on on that other wing, but um, Kadri is almost in a better like like he plays a more pre- like premier position, important position almost in in that top six center role. And hopefully he has a season similar to what he did last season. And then you add like a, a defenseman like Uyghur, who's really just isn't it, it's just like a can't miss guy. Yep. Like I don't know if like uh, I think they got like I don't know if I want to say significantly better, but I think they definitely are a better team going. Like I think they have a better chance at going to the final. Yeah, if you had them for the cup last year, I mean, I'd I'd fucking put some money on that again because they're. Chances, I think, got better this this time yeah. around. Yeah, I he's agree. a wizard out there, Brad for living man. Shout out to that guy, fucking. I'm, I'm sure Flames fans are fucking pumped because uh, it went from looking real grim at one point to looking real good, real hopeful now. So, um, what Dorian a ride! Uh, GM of the year there, eh? Oh, absolutely, dude. Honestly, I think he, I think he might have done it. To be honest, he needs to no fucking way. put some Dorian's upgrades into that. Dorian's not done, baby. In the UK, realistically, like if you look from like a, a a view, an unbiased view, you can't say Pierre Dorian had a Pierre Dorian had a great off season. But if it wasn't for the magic that Brad for Living just did, pretty close. I'd say pretty similar. He would have had the best year, but but Brad for Living did something fucking that's probably like I don't know if that's been done before. Dorian it changed also, the sense from a bottom well, feeder team to a competitor, though. In well, I awesome. see how both of them. I was going to say but. that's that's the thing about GM of the year is you never see a team that that misses the playoffs where a guy wins GM of the year no matter what he did in the offseason. If you're giving out an offseason trophy, it's definitely between Trilliving and Dorian, like an offseason GM. Yeah. But like, dude, yeah. what, if Calgary comes first in the West and they're, they have 120 points and, and Ottawa's just kind of fighting for a wild card spot. It's not even going to be close. Like I think Trey living will get every single, every single vote because they were at the top. They look like they were going to have to tank and rebuild. And then he brought them back to a top team. I think Dorian did a ton of work, but I just think the big pieces that tree living had to move around where he couldn't really control was, was almost more impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like almost just a matter of time to really see which, uh, which. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll have to go through the season to really see, but uh, fuck, who knows? Either way, I'm excited for both teams, both Canadian teams too. And when was the last time a fucking Canadian team won the Stanley Cup? That's all I want to see, as long as it's not the fucking Maple Queefs. 2023, Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> First round exit, Maple Leafs, let's go. <laughs> Did you guys see the video of Mackenzie Weger getting getting his jersey in Calgary? Like that is uh anybody's hometown dressing room. Like Tree Living needs to put some upgrades into the Calgary Flames dressing room. It looks like an away team's room that that he was yeah. walking into. There's literally just picture frames that are like half sideways on the wall above the stalls to be like, here are our greats. There's no sayings on the walls. It's just wood in a fucking, there's not even a logo in the middle of the room. It was just a hockey <laughs> arena in the middle of the room. It's like, what is this organization doing? <laughs> We're getting to, let's make these boys feel like they're at home here, not on the away barn. Like what the hell's going on here? Yeah. It's funny. Cause uh, when I was a kid, my home rink had the fucking, I don't know why. I think one of like the men's league teams were like called the flames. But they had a big Flames logo on the ceiling. Like, there's this big wooden board that was, like, I guess, glued or something to the fucking ceiling. 
and it, and it was a circle and had the big flames logo. And then I was like, holy fuck, we had a better fucking flames yeah. dressing room than the flame. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. Watching him grab his jersey, you could see him walk in there and kind of look around the room like, this is fucking it? Like, this, yeah. this, this is it? Like, this looks like the away barns at most places. And Calgary's just, they say that that's the worst arena in the league. And there's kind of a reason why guys don't necessarily love playing in Calgary. It's just it's old that it's not good. And like just looking at the dressing room alone, like compared to like when we were watching the twenty four seven stuff with the Leafs or the all or nothing stuff with the Leafs room and shit like that. It's like, yeah. what is Calgary doing? You guys yeah. broke? Yeah. Like what do you mean? You guys are in franchise in the NHL. Fucking figure it out. <laughs> I like watching games there though. Like certain certain rinks have like certain lighting that just is like kind of nostalgic. Like the old uh I don't know. It's like a little bit different now, but like uh maybe I'd say like 2018 or 2017 and before like uh watching games at the bell center was oh, always dude. like a classic yeah and then like the the like calgary has that like small barn vibe i don't know what it is but like i don't know it's like something about the lighting and something about the rink that just makes it like fun to watch games seems yep. like awfully canadian super canadian when you watch you watch a game there <laughs> yeah you know you're a fucking big time canadian hockey fan when you're noticing the lighting and like the barns that you're watching hockey games in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I love the yeah. lighting of this barn, dude. It's so nostalgic. <laughs> like, you know you're a hockey fan, Wayne. <laughs> Watch a couple yeah. hours of hockey. You, you know? got to know what I'm saying, dude. You <laughs> got to know what I'm saying. I know Absolutely. what you're saying for sure, yeah. Like, like yeah. and the camera angles, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the Bell Center one, like, the ice looks way bigger than than watching a game at the AC or the Scotiabank Arena, for example. You know what I mean? Like, yep. the fucking... I don't know. And it looks a little bit darker, a little more like, you know what I mean? Like the stands are a little bit darker, like where the, the fans are like, uh, I don't know, dude. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just <laughs> fucking like on hallucinogens <laughs> or something, psychedelics. But <laughs> when I, I, get, I get different vibes from every different rink. And like I can immediately tell, like if let's say uh, they were to take the fucking um, words off the ice, and then put two random teams that weren't it wasn't actually their home arena arena. I could immediately tell you which arena Jeez, it was based on no the camera way, angle. No way. Not all of them, but like the like the 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 hockey night in Canada ones, like all the Canadian ones. I'd say I could do it easy. Even like even fucking Ottawa's rink, probably. Like it has like a very specific look. I don't know. You guys are, am before, I on my own here? Am hey, I on before, my own? before Stu gets carried away telling us about the lighting at every single rink in the NHL, no, I need somebody to DM Bucks on Nuts to tell me I'm not crazy. Tell me I'm not crazy. If there's somebody listening to this show that 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 is like clocking in with me and telling, and you know what I'm saying, you feel what I'm saying. Let let us know, bro, because like you guys can't be serious. You're telling me if they took all the words. Okay, no, I'll, I'll skip it. But one last thing. <laughs> You're telling me if they took all the words off the ice, you didn't see with the name of the arena, they took the logo off, they put two random teams, you wouldn't be able to tell me like what rink is Ottawa's or what rink is fucking based on like the look. Not if you'd it's be able to tell me like, the it's like some random you'd ass be able to team, tell me like fucking, well, you'd know Arizona, but like Columbus or something, like Minnesota, <laughs> like I wouldn't fucking know unless you see the dash. No, that's not what I'm saying. Out. I'm talking about like the big, like the, the, like the hockey night. I don't like Calgary's. Edmonton, all the Canadian rinks. You tell me you wouldn't be able to tell all the Canadian rinks. Maybe like Vancouver looks a little bit similar to some of the American ones, in my opinion. But like, maybe you me, I don't think I, still, don't do it, I don't think I could do. It. I think I'd go. I think I'd get the Leafs, and I think I'd get the Bell Center, and that would probably be about it. I think if there's a way to fucking like do this, like somehow fucking do that, <laughs> that would be an awesome test. I'm like almost. I'm like a hundred percent confident I could do that easy. 
episode 312 <laughs> of bucks on knocks we'll figure <laughs> out how to do that and we'll get Stu J's opinion on yeah we need some like fucking ai or some photoshop wizard or something yeah anyways though before we get too carried away with uh rank lighting here let's move on to uh those fights that dk was watching instead of watching the world junior hockey championship there and uh you can't blame them because those were some electric fights and uh the one i can't stop thinking about though is that leon edwards knockout over Usman. like i i can't fucking believe that happened there was only a minute left in the fight like 59 seconds or something Usman was dominating the entire fight up until that round like or until that moment like he run uh four rounds i would say out of the five and then a minute left and just boom head kick fucking knocks him out and it just kind of goes to show that it just takes one strike to win a fight and a fight can change at any moment but uh, i honestly thought it was going to be easy money that night but that both romanov and usman shambled it <laughs> so uh do you guys have any thoughts on uh, either of those fights or any of the recent fights over the past couple weekends because we haven't done this in a while boys no, I, uh, a couple, I, I've, I've already looked past a couple weekends ago. This past weekend, I will say Alex Romanov put on one of the most shameful performances of all time. He threw Ch- Tabura around twice in the first round. And then after that was kind of like, oh, I did what I had to do. And that was it. And it was just, he's he, he dancing was like, around like he's winning dude, it was in the, in the third off, round man. in the last minute. I was going to say, I, cause I, I put together one of the worst, maybe the worst parlay of all time in the UFC where I had Romanov to win, Usman to win, and Paulo Costa to win by KO. And it was that like... That great on paper, it. though, leading into it. Leading yep. into it, like Romanov's a minus 330 favorite or something like that. Yep. Fucking Usman's a huge favorite. Costa's a huge favorite. You're expecting the finish from Costa because he's a fucking unit fighting an old guy who should yep. retire, which he did. Great yep. career by Luke Rockhold. And then Fuck you got Luke Romanov, Rockhold. who's... 16 and 0 and fucking goes out in the, even after the first round you're like oh it's gonna be a cakewalk like he's yeah fucking ragdolling this guy around and he just used all of his energy in that first round and then the whole rest of the fight he's slugging around like a fucking troll pissing yeah. me off dancing like he's winning and tiberius just racking up points on him like that i couldn't that understand. was super disappointing and then Usman had won that fight all along and yeah. then the last minute one fucking head kick and it's over so yeah it was, was a disappointing say- weekend of usc picks but uh we're back in the saddle now boys like we've been off for a few weeks so like give us a little bit of slack here all right we'll be back we're gonna go undefeated on a card coming up soon the upcoming card though i'll get to that in a second but it's a tricky tricky card to make picks on part of our picks magic is sitting here and talking about them and bouncing each ideas off each other and seeing out who who everybody likes and this and that that's part of making the picks we haven't been able to do that the last few weeks so maybe it's been a little bit rougher. But the one thing I will say about Leon Edwards and Kamara Usman fight is the, is the Leon Edwards corner, maybe the best corner performance of all time. And nobody's really talking about it. At one point, it was like, I think it was going into the fifth round. Fucking his corner man screamed at Leon Edwards and was like, quit feeling sorry for yourself. Like, And he's like, I'm not. He's yeah. like, then fucking look at me when I talk to you. Get out there and do it. And he was fired up and he went out there in the fifth round and he did it. It was one of the best corner performances i'd ever watched in terms of like firing his guy up telling him quit feeling sorry for yourself oh, yeah. this fight's not over this that's and that. what you like, need at the mandarin dj that's exactly what i need at the mandarin that's exactly <laughs> that's, that's where i was kind of going with that, that fifth plate. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh like i i get it luke rockhold pioneer of the sport whatever fuck that guy he's kind of a little bitch um i heard him yipping at a like reporter that. 
Yeah, do your homework, and then he's rubbing his blood, looking like he's licking fucking Costa's neck. Luke Rockhold's a bitch. Like even like after the fight, (laughs) like I'm I'm too old for this. Uh, I need to quit. Like you needed to quit in fucking 2017. You haven't had a win since 2017, and you've been knocked out every single time. Michael Bisping put your head in a pinball machine. Like when he was, he has one eye for Christ's sakes. Like Luke Rockhold, (laughs) and he just goes after reporters and the way he acts. Like I guess he's not a bitch. He's UFC guy, fucking dummy. Anybody in his path, but he's he's a pussy. I hate Luke Rockhold. So good to see him go. Good career. (laughs) Dummy anyone, but he's a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck him. I'm not a Luke Rockhold guy, but I'm also not a Paulo Costa guy. It was a great fight. That fight was was sick. Yeah, it was two washed up guys in my opinion. Paulo Costa had his time in the UFC where he was like. Everyone was like, he's the new Yoel Romero. And like, he's just not. He's just, he doesn't have it. If you can't knock out and finish Luke Rockhold, I'm sorry. You're not going to finish many top contenders think, in the UFC anymore. I think he'll be around a long time though. Like he's still pretty young and he's going to keep fighting in the UFC, but I don't think he's ever going to be the champion. No, like that's Costa what I mean. There. He's going to be a guy where like at closer to the end of his career, he's going to be doing what Derek Lewis does now. Derek Lewis was a killer for a while and would knock out anybody in his path. And now they just feed him every new and up and comer, right? Like, because yeah. they're like, okay, if you get a win over Derek Lewis, people will be like, oh, he beat Derek Lewis, who was a beast at one point. That's Paulo Costa, for sure. Yeah, well, Costa's, like, chance to get a title shot is in the next, like, his next five fights or something like that. Like, he's he's got to go on a win streak here, or he's, like, never getting that shot unless he gets lucky way down the road. Yep. Like, he should be in his prime right now at the age he is and – the shape yep. he's in and the guys like that he just beat rock hole there and he's been fighting Vittori. He's been fighting like big names in that division, but he's, uh, you know, he, he I don't think he's ever going to win the title unless, you know, the belt changes hands and he gets lucky or something like that. Perfect storm. It would take for him to be champion. Yep. So like you said, I'm not the biggest fan of either of those guys, but they put on one hell of a fight there. Oh yeah, they did. You got to respect, um, respect game. Right. And then Jose Aldo, I think he probably, I, I, he probably is pretty close to retirement too. Right. He's probably waiting to get one last win. Um, in there. That fight was disappointing too, but like, he just got like, just overworked. Like, uh, how do you say his name? Divashali or something like that. He just absolutely put the, you know, pedal to the metal and just kept pressing forward the entire fight. And Aldo's standing there doing the yawning shit, but it's like, Aldo, you're not doing anything. You're losing. Like, yep. fucking, uh, you got to do something besides pretending to yawn there, buddy. Like, you're yeah. a fucking legend. You got to you gotta work like you are. You, know, you got to do something. You are. Yeah. Yep. So that, that fight was kind of boring, but um, I think you're right. Aldo's probably on his way out pretty soon, too. But his fucking takedown defense is amazing. Like, how many takedowns did Devashali go for that Aldo blocked? Like, every single one. It was like, 15 takedown attempts and he stopped every single one of them like the guy still has it but um he's getting old so we'll see what happens with him but uh, how about we move on to this uh weekend's picks and there's a lot of picks here where like i'm gonna throw them in a parlay here but i might even throw a couple of dollars on the dog because i'm like undecided right now i'll put up my official picks on saturday so keep an eye out for those but uh a parlay i'm kind of looking at right now is this nasrat um Hack Parast, I don't know how to say his last name. Probably butchered that. But uh, that guy, <laughs> Rob Whitaker and Sorrell gone all to win. Probably going to parlay them together. However, Ty Tuivasa is a huge underdog against Gone. And I'm definitely putting a few bucks down on him just in case there's an upset. And I got a few uh, free bets from Jaff- DraftKings, which I just signed up for. So I'm going to be putting those free picks on Tuivasa because he's like a plus 390 underdog or something crazy like that. And he's got knockout power. All it takes is one shot against Gone to put him to sleep. 
Don, though, I think is just the uh, the better kickboxer. He's just going to keep a distance and work him. But um, DK, do you got any picks? I may go against you, buddy. I on I didn't I I'm not gonna lie. This is one of the first times on this pod. If you're listening, I don't know if I like any of those three picks. Like I'm definitely going Tyvasa by KO. I'm definitely putting my money yeah. on that just because I don't know, man. He's just I've already got new, money on him, but I just say he's just an, he's one of those new <laughs> like he's an old school heavyweight that just stands in there and throws, and he is the definition of if he catches you one time, he doesn't even have to catch you clean. If he catches you one time, you are on shaky legs and you're going down. So I'm gonna definitely go Tyvasa by KO. Um, I know the odds are gonna be very high, so if you want to just go. Tyvasa to win, Tyvasa by KO, either way is going to be completely fine. I'm not the biggest fan of Robert Whitaker. I think he has had a few very good fights in his life, but I also think he has troubles making it to fight night. Like, I still think there's a legitimate chance that he doesn't make it to fight night. He could miss weight. He could pull up with an injury. There's been a lot of times where Robert Whitaker fights get canceled. Um, I don't hate the Vittori pick. Like honestly, going against Robert Whitaker, I don't hate it. Um, I probably stay I don't hate away that from either, it, man. I think I think if Vittori's gonna win, he's gonna wrestle him and be boring and shit. And if yep. Whitaker wins, he's gonna you know throw that left hand, which he's known for throwing, and put him to sleep or it goes the distance. Yeah, yeah, I would Bye. say a good bet on that fight is is that fight to go the distance. I would say it's probably gonna end up going to decision if you're gonna have to make a pick. I don't know who's gonna win. I just don't like it. I really want to take John McDessie. But at the same point, he's 37 years old. And this new guy, yeah. this Narsad Harshwart, he's an up-and-comer. And he's good. Yeah. So it's tough like to go him. on the 37-year-old. That's one that I would take. I just don't know if any of these guys have serious, other than the main event, there's not a lot of like serious finishing potential in this card, I feel like. It's going to be a lot of decisions. You might It might be safe to put a couple bets in on fights to go the distance. Um, like that bantamweight fight. The middleweight fight between Kopilov and Dechenko. Uh Vittori Whitaker could probably go the distance. Like, I don't know, man. There's not a lot of good picks that I want. Like you said, this is a tricky, yeah. tricky card. I will probably concoct some type yeah. of parlay or some type of pick. I'll put out in a video on Saturday as well. So watch the Bucks on Knox page. Those are Ty's picks that he hammers out and he's going to win on. And then watch for my video on my accounts that I'm probably going to lose on. I just put together one of the worst parlays of all time. I, my confidence is a little bit shattered right now. <laughs> I've been a little shattered too, man. Like I think the last time we did an episode of this, we fucking smoked UFC yeah. we went nine and one. Like we killed it. But then the weekend after that, when I was on vacation, I think we broke even. Like we went like six and six. Like I did yep. shit one night. It was the worst night I've ever done, but we still didn't go negative. So that's good. And then last weekend we were like seven and four because of that upset with Usman because of Romanov. Like we should have done way better, but our boys did not perform. And then uh, this weekend, like there's so many fights that I'm like on the fence about. Like I'm going to put together that parlay that I mentioned, but I'm also going to probably put money on these dogs like Vittori and Tui Vasa, like just a, yep. you know, a free bet of five bucks or something like that. Yep. And something's going to hit. I don't know what it is, but out of all the ones we mentioned, fucking one of those has to hit. And now that we're back in the saddle here, Maybe not this weekend, but fucking these coming weekends, I think we're going to have a real, real good UFC night coming up here in the next few weeks. Oh, absolutely. But uh, that's all I have for UFC. Um, I still have a couple notes here on fights I wanted to mention. Like, have you guys uh, ever watched the bare knuckle boxing at all? Did you watch the Mike Perry versus uh, yeah, Julian Lane? Uh, yeah. I just want to bang, bro. Yeah. That guy was out there throwing yeah. bombs. 
Dude, Platinum Mike Perry is a fucking beauty. I love this guy, especially in bare knuckle boxing. And uh, right at the end of his fight, he called out Jake Paul. I don't know if you saw that. No. He fucking called him out. Yeah. But, uh, and I think he said something like, you know, I'll even put the pillows back on Jake if you're uh, too scared to get into the bare knuckle boxing ring. But um, <laughs> guy's a beauty, got the W. And um, I don't know, I just had to bring it up. But I was looking on uh, uh, DraftKings there. And I got DraftKings because I thought BKFC is on there, but I don't fucking see. Uh, I can't gamble on it on there. Like I don't see it in there. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or, or what. Like we even went into boxing trying to find the shit. But anyways, DraftKings, if you fucking got a little scout out there listening, you better add that shit in there because trying to make some <laughs> money off BKFC. Because <laughs> like Killa B Taylor Starling's fighting this weekend, and I fucking would put some money on her. She's fighting for the belt against Christine uh, Faria or however you say her name. For the women's flyweight belt. That's going to be a banger. If you guys haven't seen bare knuckle boxing before, tune in. If you like fucking violence, and you'll have a great time. It's fucking Dude, electric. It's definitely uh, that's all different. I had on fights. I'm I'm a yeah, barbaric guy, right? Like I don't mind watching the UFC and watching a guy get bloodied when they got the gloves on and this and that, and throwing head kicks. But you take those gloves yeah. off and you hear just the absolute smack oh. of these guys' knuckles yeah. hitting face. It's like. It gets me a little bit fucking cringy sometimes. And then I feel like the corner, they go back to the corner and they don't have any cut, man. Like they're not like working on the guys. Yeah. So they come back out for the round and they're still just bloody as hell going into the next round. It's like, man, this is a tough sport here. This bare knuckle fighting. I don't know oh. if you could, I would ever, if I was to do any type of fight, like it wouldn't be bare knuckle for sure. There's no chance. Like if I was to sign up for a sport, I, honestly, it would not be that. I'm way more just. Dis- I'm way more disturbed though by like when someone in UFC gets a fucking like Camaro. Yeah, no, I can't uh, watch that either. Things like yeah. where they bend their elbows. Like that's way worse for me than someone getting you know cut open and breaking their nose or something. Like I'd way rather see some facial damage than someone's arm hanging on. Backwards oh, dude, kind of I remember like that, watching that the, disturbs me way more. So I think it was like Frank Mir versus somebody, and he's like. They had the like they they were zooming in on the arm bar, and that was when I was able to watch it. And they're zooming in all of a sudden, it was just yeah. like. Bink, like his arm just snapped oh, yeah. in half and it was like oh. inside out and then ever yeah, since then yeah. it's like i'm never watching an arm bar again and not arm bar knee bar <laughs> i just wait if if they get one locked in i turn away and wait to hear like joe rogan or john anik be like and there it is he taps it's like pl- yeah, i do not yeah. want to see that happen again that was one time for me and i'm all oh. set <laughs> yeah i don't blame you i don't blame you uh, Kamara, that's the word I was looking yes. for, by the way. Yep. When I say Kamaru Usman, <laughs> you know what I meant. But um, that's all I had on fights. I think we should move on to our next topic here. And that is that uh, the NFL season's coming up. I think it starts on early September, like September 9th. or I think it's September 9th. Yep. I think I looked it up, but I'm not uh, positive on that number. But um, we got something exciting to announce for that. And uh, John, do you want to do the honors of announcing this big news here? Yeah, I'll do the honors. We are... Uh... Well, to put it simply, we are running our own fantasy football league this year, and it's going to be hosted on Yahoo Sports. Our boy DK here is going to be the commish. He'll explain uh, the rules that he's thinking at this current moment. Subject to change, but he'll explain some shit he's thinking of. Um, But yeah, watch out for that. It's not going to be a pay-in. We're not going to do a pay-in, but we're going to offer maybe some merch to the winner. There's going to be definitely a prize for them. The winner will, uh, we'll sort it all out and then post like a big thing on Instagram is what I'm thinking. And, uh, Twitter, um, maybe even tick, TikTok. if we can find a way to make a video format of some sort. 
Ah, maybe not. Fucking who gives a fuck? TikTok. We're going to get a bunch of fucking TikTok boomers in the fucking fantasy league. <laughs> fucking shit. Snake in our fucking merch and shit. Probably burn it. Use this firewood for their fucking kids on a fucking Saturday <laughs> night. Eh? Fuck those guys. Anyway, so no TikTok, but watch out on Instagram and Twitter. We'll announce our fucking uh, um, fantasy league. Um, so yeah, DK, you want to take it away? So it's going to be just normal full point PPR. I'm not a half point PPR guy. I mean, I just like the full point for a catch. So it'll be full point PPR. We're going to be, it's going to be a one quarterback league. Your flex is going to be wide receiver, running back, tight end, no second quarterback in the league, just so that people aren't just drafting quarterbacks first and second and third all the way into the second round. Cause that's you can keep annoying. a second on your bench, right? Yeah. You can keep a second on your bench oh, if you want. Good. There's going to be maybe four maximum five uh, or sorry four to six maximum bench slots but it's going to be one qb two running back three wide receivers one tight end one flex one defense uh and special teams and one kicker so it's just going to be a regular standard full point ppr league full bench full starting lineup you're going to have everything you want and we're probably going to do the draft sometimes next week before the season gets kicked off so if you're interested make sure that you're dming either the Instagram, the Twitter for Bucks on Nux. Let the boys know that you want to be a part of it. Send off your email. I'll send the invite on the Yahoo Fantasy League. We'll go with whatever we go with. If we get six, we'll go with six. If we get eight, we'll go with eight. Twelve, we'll go all the way up to like a 20-team league for this first year if that's how many people that, that want in it. And like you said, the winner's going to get some merch and and maybe top top three teams, depending on what merch that we get firing off maybe the top three teams will all get merch different varies of it first place will get more than the third place but you get what i mean well merch will be the thing no buy-in this year maybe uh as years to come and the league grows maybe there'll be a nice little buy-in and a nice little cash prize for someone who comes first yeah and if you're new to this too like uh don't don't uh feel like you can't join too like this would be my first time doing a fantasy football league i've done the fantasy hockey before but this will all be new to me and, uh, you know, the more people we get in this league, the better it's going to be. So, like DK said, shoot us a message on uh, one of our social media pages. Just look up Bucks on Knox on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever the hell. And uh, we'll get you in there. And you can win some Bucks on Knox merch. And, uh, or watch out. To create I, it. So it might be fresh yeah, as yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we got, I'll do that. I'll get on the creation and then I'll make, I'll post like a picture with my, or with like the, the post announcement of the Fantasy League along with like Hell the yeah. rules and stuff and uh that's what we'll fucking get going for you boys um i wanted to be super competitive so don't bother like don't 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 even bother like fucking around like if you if, if you're gonna like quit like three weeks in like i want this to be like uh we want this to be like a like a league with like a little bit of prestige at some point you know what i mean like, oh, absolutely we, we ultra competitive league um we gotta get a like a a punishment for the loser though that'd be fucking awesome like, it'd be the I, loser I heard... of us three should have a punishment that okay. way they could see it all oh my play God. out well, right? free wins on so, so ty's like oh let's not do that eh? free wins on time <laughs> i'm a sleeper i can't lie i'm not a football expert but i can't lie well, i don't know ty's first one maybe gets beginner's stuff. luck that's what i no. that's the only chance i have is beginner's luck here so <laughs> <laughs> yo i heard a good one the other day somebody like uh like these boys like made a fucking fantasy league or or did fantasy football and then the loser i guess they're from new hampshire or something the the loser had to take like a, a greyhound bus type shit all the way to P- pittsburgh that. and back fucked up <laughs> we fucked should up. do some shit like that like fucking uh 
Like if DK was to lose to make him go from fucking like Windsor to Peterborough or some shit. <laughs> or if I lose, I'll go to fucking Windsor and back. <laughs> and you had to do it in a day, so it's just a waste of a day. It would suck. <laughs> that would suck. I oh, a tie from Elliot Lake. Imagine trying to get a bus out to <laughs> Elliot Lake. Holy fuck. Buddy, I don't think there's buses come out here. <laughs> you have to go to Sudbury to catch one, buddy. You gotta make like an extra trip. That's fucked. I'll probably don't lose because I don't fucking know how to play football. So <laughs> Unreal. I know Tom but, Brady and uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go. <laughs> I know my stars. I just know the Eagles. That's I know. Name's a player and a team. <laughs> yeah, let's go, baby. I know the Bills yeah, suck. No, dude, the, the Bills, Bills are, are the, 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 the yeah. Aren't they the favorites? Yeah, they're the like, Super Bowl favorites in. right now. Oh my they're God. the equivalent of like the Toronto Maple Leafs, though, in uh, sports <laughs> around here. Like, well, maybe not up here it's, in it's the fair. north, but I like I'm so used fair. to all these Bills fans fucking talking shit that I just like seeing them lose. You know, I am a Bills fan. <laughs> I like now, though, beef, I like folks. being the underdog beefing them. You know, like fucking. I'm used to being a Sense fan growing up in the GTA and Leafs territory. I'm so used to like having everyone against you that uh, I can cheer for the the bills like everyone likes the bills i can't like the bills too that's kind of yeah, my uh, mentality on it at least you're a bills fan aren't you Stu? yeah gross gross yeah. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> but, awesome uh, with with, with uh, the nfl season coming up here any early predictions for this season or hot takes anything like that you want to throw down before the season gets underway i got some futures bets i got i got some super bowl champions futures bets and i got some regular season mvp futures bets if we want to hear them yeah, hear him. Let's hear him. All right. So I I always pick three different guys. I usually tweet this out. This is usually a big moment for me. I don't know if you guys know this. I literally I live and die for the NFL season. Like I I will spend. That's right. I'm glad you're here, DK. You can make up for all the fucking stupid shit I say about football. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. coming I, year of football. I work on Sundays, but I go in like stupid early so that I could get home for eleven o'clock in the in the morning, have a nap get my bets in, get my videos done, and I'm ready to sit on my couch from 1 o'clock until 1 o'clock. I spent 12 hours every Sunday just sitting on the couch, watching football, taking notes, making rankings, watching my football teams, doing this, doing that, making sure my fantasy lineups are all set for the next week too. As soon as there's an injury in there, I'm the first one on the waiver wire putting in for that, that, replace, that injured person's replacement. Even if I don't need it, I'll just go back and cancel it. So... This is a big moment for me for my three, and I'm just making them as we go now. I already had them written down, but my first pick for NFL MVP at plus 1,600, Russell Wilson, new quarterback in Denver. I think it's just a, if he goes on to, he's never won an MVP before, which is massive in this voting. Aaron Rodgers has won it a few years in a row. There's going to be some absolute just fatigue in terms of MVP fatigue. Russell Wilson at plus 1,600 is my first pick. My next pick, Dak Prescott at plus 1,700. If he brings the Cowboys and they do anything, and I legitimately mean anything in terms of in the playoffs, I think Dak Prescott, I understand it says regular season MVP, but I think playoff performance always is just the most recent thing in people's mind, and they always remember that. So there's the first two, plus 1,600, plus 1,700. My next one, Justin Herbert at plus 900. He is the third favorite right now for the Chargers. He has shown how great of a player he is over this last over his first two seasons in the NFL. I think he's going to take the league over this year and be up there with the Josh Allens, the Patrick Mahomes, the Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers. This guy is legit, 
and he could do it all. He could even go in. He's a big body. He's going to run people over and score like rushing touchdowns too. So there's my three picks, a plus 900 Justin Herbert, a plus 1600 Russell Wilson, and a plus 1700 Dak Prescott. All quarterbacks because it's a kind of a quarterback award. Um, in terms of the NFL MVP, I don't know. I, someone will have to look that up, but I can't remember the last time it wasn't a quarterback that won NFL MVP. It probably wasn't too long ago, but Cooper Cup had one of the best wide receiver seasons in history last year, and Jonathan Taylor was an absolute beast, and I, I don't even really remember them getting talked about. It was kind of between Brady and Rodgers. It's a quarterback's award, this NFL MVP. Does anybody have any other NFL MVP picks right now, or should I just go right into the season? Tom Brady. Keep Tom going. Brady. Tom Brady's not bad. I don't hate that pick. All I'm saying is Tom Brady's last year in the NFL most likely, so I'm fucking putting a few bucks on those guys winning it all, the Buccaneers, and I'm going MVP Tom Brady, but I don't know fuck all about football, so don't tell those unless uh, <laughs> unless you know football and I sound like I know something, then maybe, but listen to DK. No, not really. So <laughs> I'm going to go with my two longer shots to win the uh, Super Bowl this year, and then I, I, I have to go uh, – but I'm going to start off, actually, with the fucking Bills. I think the Bills have a great chance of winning it. They've been knocking on the door oh, the last two on. or three years. They were like 10 seconds away last year. They had a lead, and Mahomes and the Chiefs came all the way back in like 30 seconds and kicked a field goal, and they won the game. Going And that put them in the Jokes. Super Bowl. The Bills are right there, dude. So the Bills at plus 600 are always going to be a good pick. My next Wait, when pick. when was that? That was last Sorry, year. When... Last year. No, the, the Chiefs didn't go to the Super Bowl last year. I, I wasn't. Ba- Bengals. Oh, Rams. you're right. Sorry, sorry. To get into that game versus the Bengals, it was the Bills and the Chiefs. They were like neck and neck. The Bills went ahead right. with like a minute to go, and in like or even less than a minute to go, uh, if right. I can remember right. And the Chiefs rolled down in like 13 seconds, made plays, kicked the field goal, won the game, went on to play the Bengals. Um, but yeah, you're right. Sorry. You're right. It was the Bengals versus the Rams. That's my fault. I'm getting too horned up about the bills right now. Um, my (laughs) my next pick is the Los Angeles chargers at plus 1400. Just like I said, Justin Herbert is going to take the league over this year, barring injury. And they made a ton. And I mean, a ton of improvements on their defensive line in their secondary. They were one of the worst defensive teams in the league last year. And if they weren't, they would have made the playoffs. They would have been a like a serious force in the playoffs, but they were they just were the worst defensive team in the league. They, people could do whatever they wanted to them. They're not going to be able to this year. I like the Los Angeles Chargers at plus 1,400. And then my last pick, I'm sticking with the theme of same of my MVPs. I'm going the Denver Broncos at plus 1,600. Tom Brady went to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers first season. They win the championship. Matt Stafford gets traded from his longtime team of the Detroit Lions goes to the Los Angeles Rams first season. The Los Angeles Rams win the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson has been on the Seattle Seahawks for his whole fucking career. Gets traded to Denver. Denver, all of a sudden, a serious contender. If you're telling me I could get them at plus 1,600, and that means I could possibly cash a Russell Wilson plus 1,600 MVP and a Denver Broncos plus 1,600 Super Bowl win, I'm all in, baby. That's a fucking boatload of profit right there. You put it. You put two hundred bucks or hundred bucks on either one of those. You're taking home like thirty seven, thirty or thirty two hundred right there. That's a fucking profit, baby. That's a good bet. I'm all over those three MVP picks and those three Super Bowl picks. Sorry for ranting, boys. Take it away. Not well, I wanted to rant. say. I think, I think you should clip that and fucking put those picks out there because those are some beauty odds. Yeah, and, uh, I might all, have are, to do all that. are possible. Absolutely. What were you saying, though, Stu? I interrupted you, buddy. Uh. 
Are you uh, still planning on getting the Young Buck Bets podcast going again? Or I would assume so. I'd assume if we if we don't talk a lot of football on this show, then I will definitely at least be doing a episode a week in terms of breaking down what I like. I used to break down. Yeah. I used to do two episodes a week during the football season. I used to do an early preview of the week and a recap of the week before. I'll probably take that episode right out. People in the NFL, they don't really care what happened the week before. They just want to know your picks the next week. So I'll probably do yeah. one episode a week. It'll probably be around 30 minutes, and I'll go through you know five to seven games that I really like and some prop picks in there and whatever else. That's just if we don't get into it here. If not, if you were a fan of the Young Buck Bets podcast, I'm sorry. It's probably going to fucking die if we end up taking over a lot of football talk here because <laughs> I found something better. And it's I don't think people realize, too, how hard it is to do that by yourself. Like I always used to talk about it. Um, I don't forget how many episodes it 27, maybe episodes where I was just, it's just me. So I'd fucking, I'd have to like bring out a, if I wanted to tell a joke, I had to set the joke up myself. I had to knock the joke down. And then I have to sit there and hope that people listening were laughing. Cause if not, I just fucking <laughs> wasted five minutes of their time telling some story or something. It was just weird. Right? Like it was just weird. But I mean, I may bring it back just because I love football so much. I love talking football gambling. There is a real chance that I bring it back. Okay. I'd say that um, on here, like Ty and I probably don't have the expertise that you have to even have like a fucking valid conversation about football. Like obviously the big storylines, like yep. we could touch on um and then maybe share a couple picks but you're gonna be the only one realistically that has picks but uh maybe in the in the in the name of like keeping this show short we save a little slot for your fucking uh podcast in the show by all roster oh absolutely Is that I, what you're thinking yeah sure yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. all right there we go now we, all the bucks on nux listeners the young buck bets podcast you can find it already. All the episodes are from last football season, but every football season, I'm assume, um, or I mean, this coming football season, um, Dylan will have his fucking. He'll share his weekly fucking expertise. Um, share his picks. You know, he's gonna be profitable. It's his fucking. Like I said, it's his fucking specialty. I assume. Yep. And uh, that's another fucking show on the roster. I love to see it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Well, how about we move on to our final topic here, lads, and that is baseball. And I'm sure you got some thoughts on the kid there who got caught using steroids or uh, performance-enhancing drugs. What are your thoughts on all that? I heard the story that his dad said. Did you, Stewie? Yeah, I did. But um, what's Buddy's yeah, what's name there? What's, what's Buddy's Fernando name? Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah, yeah. superstar, man. He's he's unreal. <sighs> I'm telling you, this stuff, it always gets... I, I talked about this with my boys, and they were like, oh, it's a good fucking point. It's a good question to ask. I always hate doing this to people, but this guy burst onto the scene. He was lighting it up, and then he gets popped. In my mind, I always think this guy was skirting the system. He was fucking ripping his peds this whole time, and then he <laughs> finally got popped. Because the story that came out yep. about... Oh, he had a haircut and then got a fucking infection from the haircut and then took this antibiotic that had steroids in it. 
it's just far. That was what his dad's story was. His dad's story was that he from a haircut. Yeah, he got and his his, mom and his mom. Yes, it was ringworm. They said he got ringworm. Yeah, and and you know what? His own story. That was the story from the whole. Where the fuck's this guy's barber, dude? Like, what kind of barber is this millionaire going? DRC baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominican baby. (laughs) They don't have the same health. Barber with some with some hygiene. God damn, dude, that's fucked up. No, but that's That's a question I'll ask you, Stu. Does this ever? Does this give you a thought? of like was has he been ripping peds the whole time and just hasn't been caught or what definitely well it's impossible (laughs) it's it's impossible not to think that but if i had to guess i would say no and this is why he realistically realistically he has no reason like he's already paid you know what i'm saying yep um obviously he wants to get back on the field he has no reason um to like really even be if he was doing that to stay doing it, you know what I mean? Like if he was just paid, fucking yeah. juicing, now he's paid. He has no reason really to keep do- doing that. And the fact that he was injured makes me feel like either his story, like his personal story, like um, it could have been fucking pre-planned, like a pre-excuse. But I'm saying like the story does, like there's a lot of people like like uh, criticizing it, but it does realistically make sense. Like uh, like you can get ringworm from a haircut, as far as I know. Yep. Especially like that fucking Dominican hairstyle a lot of them have. Uh, that's some like fucking intense shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, and, and I guess like the drug that was found is a common like ringworm fucking treatment. Is that true? I think that's correct. So like. Either that story checks out or he just wanted to get back is what I think. Because like um you just want to get back it, quicker. Dude. I'm but not buying it. I don't think he's been doing fucking I don't think he's been ripping the fucking enhancers his whole career, like realistically. Like he has if he was, he had no reason to keep doing that. After he was paid. I don't I don't disagree with that. He's I, paid. I think a storyline would be like like, cause I don't think it's very hard to be like, okay, what did I test positive for? I tested positive for this. And then just look up where that stuff is. Like he could just be like, oh, well I got ringworm because they didn't sanitize their fucking comb. And that's, that was part of the medication. <laughs> that, I don't know how it's gotten. I don't know if that, if it's like from the barber or if it, like, there's like bacteria in the hair that doesn't get washed oh, out yeah. enough. I don't know how it comes from, but I heard it's definitely a thing that you can get ringworm easily from your hair. If you don't fucking give it, I'm not defending Tatis, but no, there no, is no. some people that think it's like totally valid. So like I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna just say like there is a there is a fucking there is a like an equal chance that that's actually true, but at the same time you got to be responsible for knowing what you're fucking taking, especially as a baseball t- player. Anytime you're taking drugs, um, pay for a barber that and, cleans his columns, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't how know. does that but, uh, happen? Yeah, who's this guy's barber, anyways? He has a sick haircut though. I can't lie, sick fucking yeah, so, dude. So like, I don't, I don't so, know. I don't buy it, dude. I don't buy it. Yeah, but I think it's just equally as likely he wanted to get back. There's no yes. reason for him to be doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's been hurt. I don't think he's been doing it. I don't. Also, I'm a fan of Tatis. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's yep. a sick player. He's got some swag. You know what I mean? Like, he's good for the game if he can fucking stay fucking in line. But, um, so like, I don't want to see him just be chalked up as a fucking juicer. You know what I mean? What was so, his like, penalty? we'll see. Like, like, what's the, what's the penalty? 80, for getting games. 80 games. 80 games. 80 games. There's no real, like, uh, there's no real, like, fucking. You know, the league doesn't have a soft spot for anyone, like, or any story, like, when it comes to that. Usually I don't even think there's an appeal process. Things. Like, I don't think, yeah. I think even if he's like, hey, it was in this exact antibiotic, they're like, cool, should have, should have fucking put it through you gotta testing. See, like, 
you got to see like the fucking blood levels. I think that'll tell you whether he's juicing or whether he was fucking, you know what I mean? You got to see the test results, but they never, I don't think they ever fucking released no. those, do they? Cause that's, <laughs> that's, that's the most telling part, right? Is like, if this guy yeah. was, if this guy's blood levels were fucking just astronomical with this stuff, it's like, no, he was just trying to recover from his injury quicker and get back because they got Juan Soto and he's seen the push that they were going to make. And they knew that he was, he was damn close. He just needed something else. Right. But yeah, yeah, if they were just like a trace amount, you could argue that either he was loading properly where he wasn't going to get caught anymore or he fucking, yeah, he just took like an antibiotic that had a little bit of something in it. Um, it's tough, man. It's tough. I love Tatis. I I like the fact that um, he's got the swagger that he plays with. He's an electric human being. But like, yeah, it's always... It's always going to be in the back of people's mind. Like, was this guy, when this guy burst onto the scene, was he just kind of skirting under yeah. the radar with these, we'll like... We'll see what he does when he gets back. Yeah. That's also, like, a pretty good, like, fucking... That's a pretty good way to determine... Like if he comes like, back uh, and hits 220. Yeah. <laughs> 220, yeah. homers, and 65 RBIs, people would be like, this guy well, was juicing the whole time. Yeah, that's fair. But the, the only thing is... Well, I mean, it would look good for him coming back from an injury, though, because then he could just chalk it up to like, True. oh, I still yeah. have a hampering injury, yeah. eh? But yeah. fucking, um, but, um, dude, like, I don't think like juicing really has like that like big effect beyond the home run numbers, and it's gonna be tough because in twenty, I think it's twenty nineteen, it was the twenty nineteen season, right, where he made his jump to the big leagues and had it went crazy. Yep. And that's when the fucking balls were juiced. And then ever since then, he's been fucking hurt. So I think there's going to be some doubters regardless because I don't think he puts up. It might take him a few years or a couple rule or a couple like uh, changes to the balls to get back up there because like there was those balls were flying off the bats in 2019. So like I think he's at a disadvantage for trying to prove prove people wrong that <laughs> at this point. Just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like try to prove people that like oh, I wasn't doing PEDs this whole time. It was just my ringworm type shit. He's going to have trouble trying to do that. But I think if he hits like 270 plus and puts like 35, 40 homers in like 162 games or so, like I think I would I would still think like he just, I don't know. I also don't think juicing has that big of an effect on like the average numbers beyond like the, beyond the balls that left the park that wouldn't have if he wasn't well that was that's the argument that with barry shame. bonds too right like everyone that's what is, i mean like, i still think said, barry bonds is probably the goat you know well they I mean? still like, they, and people say steroids or not he's still one of the best hitters to ever step in a batter's box like his eye was insane he would only swing at his pitch like he had the most walks in the league and they're like he didn't have the most and he had that canadian the, maple in his hand baby yeah should have sand bat but no it's i i, I don't disagree i I'm almost of the mindset now in baseball. It's like, just bring back the fucking Royd era, dude. Let him do it. Let's see what happens. Let's just see fucking no, 500 and Do that in the now. UFC next. Fucking everyone in the UFC. No, dude, UFC, UFC, you would have people dying. Like, you would have people hitting people so hard that their body just can't put up with it. In baseball, it's like, if you let the pitchers juice and you let the fucking hitters juice, or you give the pitchers back their spider tack, and let them fucking throw a pill down their throat, and you let the hitters do it, and let's see what like what happens. Pitchers will be throwing like one ten, fucking hitters will be hitting five hundred plus yard bombs all like, the time. One ten is like four not inch a run. Good idea. That's Yo, what I'm saying. The, the uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Fucking everyone. No, fucking yeah, that's steroid. yeah. No, the I'm whole not league a, would be doing it. And everyone be fucked. Like everyone be having steroid. And then there's no judge of like natural talent. Game. 
no, there's oh, no yeah, natural talent. Everyone would be fucking growing boobs and shit. Like all the dudes that have tits out on the fucking. It's just with field. baseball. Isn't that a side effect? Of they'd all be fighting each other on this roid rage and shit. There'd oh be yeah, a bench like, cleared. Exactly. Oh, it'd be, be so much dugouts would be cleared every it'd be game. So much more entertaining. They should have a sep- separate league. Separate owner. league. The fucking steroid fucking baseball league dude let's holy fuck we're going back to the fucking 40s eh buddy holy shit that'd be unbelievable (laughs) discriminatory over here i'd watch it (laughs) i'd watch it but i wouldn't i would never (laughs) i'd watch it but i wouldn't encourage like a kid to get into this sport or like someone that wants to be an athlete like that's said that's not being a true athlete that's fucking cheating no exactly yeah i'm just kidding i just think baseball is so boring that they need to do fucking something right now it's either a strikeout or a homer and that's about it and like i played baseball my whole life i played at what i would like to say is an okay level in terms of like are you sick me yeah are you sick at baseball i'm all right I pu- I I'll play. take you fucking you four fifty in hockey. By this buddy. guy scores eight fucking goals a game in hockey. <laughs> I would say I was all right. I was I was all right at ball. I played at a decently high level, and I fucking definitely, definitely, definitely played a, a lot yeah. in my lifetime. But at the same point, like I, uh, I don't know. I can't watch a game right now because it's either strikeout or homer, and there's so few far between that it's just fucking tough. It's tough. I still watch most of the Blue Jays games, but beyond that, I have no idea. You know what I mean? Yep. But uh, yo, fucking, I just, I, I just grabbed two fucking. Uh, that's why I had to get the fucking Barry Bunts, Sam Bat fucking shout out there because I just grabbed two. Yo, if if anyone's looking for baseball bats, like wood, wood fucking, like maple bats, um, Sam Bat, the fucking creator of the maple bats, and they're out in fucking Ottawa around that area. Um, and that's what Barry Bonds used to hit his fucking 73. That's what Miggy used to hit the triple crown. Sandbat's got some good deals, dude. I mean, they're falling off in terms of popularity in the MLB, but they get to the, they're, they're still fucking pro level bats and there's still a few guys. Well, you bought them. two of them. Yeah. They had a two pack bro pro pro level. Well, I don't know. They sell them as a universal. I think it's like bats that technically like didn't come out as like exact weight of like the certain model. So then they just put it, they paint it black. And fucking call it universal, and then they sell them in two packs or four packs or six packs, whatever. And then you can buy them for like a discounted price. And that's what I got. But they're still pro level wood, and I haven't taken them out yet. I also bought tw- 24 baseballs, which I don't know if you knew, but baseballs are fucking so expensive. Like, oh, yeah. Insanely expensive. But I bought fucking 24 balls, and uh, I had to deliver them to the States because that's where I got the best deal, and they don't ship to Canada. I got them on East Bay. East Bay has 40% off site wide, boys. If, I don't know. If you want anything sports related, East Bay's got some good deals right now, but you can't. You have to fucking have an American address. They got those you, pro yeah. level uh, steroids that buddy's using too. <laughs> yeah, maybe. a couple of those, couple bats, and you're in the big leagues, baby. Yeah, I mean, go. when you <laughs> hey, when you when, when you're selling baseball equipment, if you go to the baseball equipment section, the steroids got to be in there. It could be a little sus. <laughs> They're right, right there right? beside the it's bats. It's part of the necessary <laughs> equipment, right? Yeah. DK fucking league. Fucking a, yeah. You get yeah. You <laughs> go to the back of the store. There's gloves. There's bats. There's some arm guards, and then there's a fucking box full of needles. You just Juice. grab one and fucking stick <laughs> it in. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, Boys, I got the fucking... box to leave the used ones in afterwards too. Eh? <laughs> Yo, I had a fucking dream last night, boys. I don't. Know, you just mentioned fucking needles. I, this is so off topic, but I, I just had a fucking dream last night that I got like fucking. I stepped. No, I didn't step, but like I, I got somehow like somebody's used needle stuck into me, and I got like really scared. Were you hanging that. out in Oshawa in your dream? Or <laughs> yeah, it must have been. Yeah. And I thought I had a fucking, I was like tr- sketching out, like I need to go get my fucking blood tested for AIDS and shit. And then I woke up. For AIDS? So, <laughs> I have AIDS. But, yeah, yeah. but you know, the reason I brought up the bats is DK, you got to fucking come out and I got to hit some fucking bombs off you or strike you out or one or the other or both. 
Yeah, I've had. Uh, I I was a big Marucci guy, so I still got my. I still got a few Marucci bats in the fucking uh, ready to go. And right. then I um, yeah, I don't know. I've had two shoulder surgeries on my throwing arm, re like somewhat recently in the last five years. I've had two of them because it was yeah. constantly dislocating whatever else. I had rotator cuff issues, and then it turned into putting a bunch of screws in my shoulder to hold it in place. So That's I don't know if I, I don't know if I can pitch. I can definitely fucking work it right back up. But yeah, I got a scar that starts top of the shoulder all the way down to the armpit. It was like thirty staples to shut it down. Um, yeah, so it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough goal for me on the ball field lately. But at the same point, I'm I'm always willing to hop in there and fucking go for a all challenge. Right. I also got a pitching net, so you can just fucking oh, you don't yeah. have to be worried about comebackers. So I'm so excited to get back get out with all this new shit. But fucking yeah, boys. Um, I can't lie. Um. I throw some steam by you. Oh I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not a pitcher, but fucking, uh, I, I enjoy. Why pitching. don't we put yeah. you in nets, you and then fucking DK? That's true, but I'm saying like I always play anyway, hockey. My, guy, I know this I was, guy's got some hockey talent, buddy. We got I was the biggest fucking. I was the biggest fucking hockey guy my entire life, but baseball was always my best. My my fucking like it was my best sport. I was always way better at baseball than hockey. But my parents said you either play rep hockey or rep baseball. I had to choose between the two, and I chose. I always chose hockey because that's where my fucking friends were, and I didn't know proper I, Canadian I, choice. I had never played rep baseball, so I didn't know any of the guys, and I was like too too much of a pussy to go to tryouts and shit. But fuck, I should have. But I always played I rep. I always played rep ball. I played rep hockey for a while, and then I dropped down to the house league to live that all star lifestyle, and it was fucking. It was a good time. We pot, we yeah. potted we potted fifty and thirteen, and we were ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we fucking smoked you guys. If I could smoke to you guys, I'll bring Dylan the fucking Manders Mustangs jersey on the next fucking. I'll bring the Peterborough Peets jersey on the next fucking pod. Might um, even get smoked. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. on the pond. You're gonna wear the Peets jersey out to the pond. I'll see that. Oh, on the pond too, buddy. Um, okay, still embarrassing. Fuck yo, are you guys gonna be? Peaches. You guys are be back for Christmas? We're we're having just fucking personal talk at this point. But yeah. uh, <laughs> are are you boys gonna be back for Christmas? We should actually get out on a pond. I'll fucking shut you yeah, boys up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll be back. I don't know what I'll be doing around Christmas, but I'll definitely be in town. Yeah, I All should right. be. I should be back in town for sure. We need to find a rink. To, we turning. need to book ice time or <laughs> go to or go to a pond or something. But the ponds, the ponds, you have to do during the day because uh, my buddy builds a rink in his backyard. and He's got floodlights and shit. So we'll just floodlights. Okay, there. you need lights in the night because I can't see shit. Fucking playing pond hockey like uh, when there's no when there's not good enough lighting. Even like if the lights are if the lights are there, but not good it's still tough but yeah we'll work it out let anybody uh anybody that wants to play pond hockey listeners <laughs> we'll get whole tourney going yeah we'll get a bucks um, on nux tourney going the bucks on nux before, cup yeah fucking <laughs> we'll actually get a trophy made up and shit too yeah but uh before we get uh carried away in uh pond hockey talk and all that uh our final topic there was baseball i don't know if you guys wanted to talk about the jays at all or should we uh kind of just wrap this thing out i, uh, the I, only, got, uh, I got nothing good to say about the blue jays right now well the yeah, only thing struggling. um the only thing i would say about the jays is that uh we took like a convenient break during the two weeks because i would have had a lot to say like last week if yep. we did a pod or the week before because we were struggling mightily but um, we took three to four in, in, in Houston and we've took four of our last five. So, or not in Houston. What the fuck am I saying? In New, New York. York. Yep. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, we went four of our last five. I don't know where yeah. I got, why coming I into that Houston. though, they were, they were struggling, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah, why I'm saying that. I'm yeah. glad it, 
I'm glad it came gotcha, out. But gotcha. yeah, we're looking to turn it around. And I think I, I want to say this uh, series against the Yankees was a very important series for the future because not only did it get us three wins, like right off, you know what I'm saying? Three wins to put it simply is like really important because we're in a fucking wild card race now and now it's close because we fucking shit the bed for the last three weeks. But um, also the fact that we're beating the Yankees and we're gonna likely, if we make it out of the wild card, we're likely going to have to face the Yankees in the playoffs. And now that we just won those three games out of four, it plants that seed of doubt in the Yankees' mind that, oh, we don't have a free ride against these Blue Jays. And they might, I think it might affect them a little bit when it comes down. So keep an eye out when the fucking Jays rinse the Yankees in the fucking ALDS. And please. Bo Bichet play. hitting dingers. Bo Bichet <laughs> ripping dingers. As long as you say Kikuchi is nowhere Bichet. around this fucking playoff roster, well, I'll be happy. Now, eh? Fuck him. I don't even want him in the bullpen. I don't trust him for an <laughs> inning. I don't trust him at all. Stop Asian hate. <laughs> pitch, pitch better, I'll stop hating on you, you say. Figure it the fuck out. <laughs> you, you say Kikuchi. I say stay on the bench. <laughs> nice. Exactly. All right. Exactly. On that cheery note, yeah. uh, I think that does it. Hey, boys, are we ready to get out of here? That's all it was, yeah. Yep, fuck Luke Brown. All right. Let me know. Fantasy League. Fantasy League. He's a pussy. <laughs> NFL Fantasy. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and, yeah, and then if you if any listeners want to go to a park and let me fucking hit some dangers off you, I will because um, you're ass and I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm really cocky. All right. I'm just kidding. All right. You guys are good. Love you all. <laughs> all right. Well, that does it for episode 17. Okay. Well, okay. it was going to be the end, but uh, I got to say, fuck the Leafs before we get out of here. <laughs> and that does it for episode 17 of Bucks on Nux. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Keep an eye out for our gambling picks. Also, check out the other podcasts on showbile.com. Once again, fuck the Leafs. And if you go Bills. Cool, and fuck the Bills as well. And if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it.